Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to r slash pro revenge. Now, in today's first story, a girl tries to steal her own brother's iPod without him finding out, despite the fact that they are siblings and live together. However, as you would expect, of course, her brother OP does find out and in revenge absolutely decimates her laptop. But guys, before we get into that, I first of all want to say a massive but also presumptive thank you for 600,000 subscribers. I got my fingers crossed. I'm not exactly sure. I'm recording this on the 6th of January. And at the time of recording, we're on 598,500-ish. So we've got about 1.5k to go. This video will be posted tomorrow, today for you watching, on the 7th of January. And to be honest, by the time it's going live... It seems like we're going to have hit 600k, which is a bit mad. The growth on this channel, thanks to you guys over the past like couple of weeks, has been monumental. It's been incredible. We're getting like 2,000 subscribers, new people every single day. I don't know where you're coming from, but um, thank you. I hope you enjoy your stay. Um, but yeah, if we have hit 600,000, thanks. You'll know before me. I don't know at this point. Um, yeah, and if we do, then yeah, in tomorrow's video, I will, uh, I will go mental. Just don't worry about that. I'll go mental. Yeah, I just want to say a quick thank you now if we do hit it. Appreciate it, guys. Let's get into the video. Steal my iPod, F your laptop. A story from 2007. Imagine being in high school, back in the latter days of George Bush, and finally buying that iPod of your dreams. After saving up your allowance and the money you made around the neighborhood, doing random work and lifeguarding at the local pool, yep, that was me. And I was that douchebag 14-year-old who would make sure you knew I had one of the better iPods. One that could play video. It was the latest Nano, if I remember right. Ah, simpler times. But every story needs an antagonist. My sister happened to find that role many times. We are very close now, but back then, it wasn't so rosy. She was a teenager as well, and spent most of those years resenting me. If I had something nice, F you for having that. I was quite protective of my precious iPod, and she raised quite the poop storm when my parents refused to buy her one. Your brother saved his money. We didn't pay for it. We are not stopping you from buying one too if you save your money, they said. That was their attitude towards any luxury that us kids wanted. Even up to that time when buying a first car was on the table. We each had to buy our own. It built character and taught responsibility. Well, that iPod goes missing one day at home, and I knew dang well I had left it charging at the family computer. I left it unattended. My parents confirmed they did not touch it, and all eyes were on my sister. I'll jump ahead here, as it turned out she had indeed taken it, and had one of her friends temporarily store it until the heat was off her. She knew my parents would essentially strip search her. After this unraveled, one of my buddies saw her with the iPod at school several days later, it was time for payback. Back then, I like to think of myself as a bona fide hacker. That's right, I knew all about batch files and how to open command prompt. Don't freaking cross me. You have no idea what I'm capable of. Yeah, anyway, we don't talk about those dark days. But I actually did know enough to copy, paste some destructive commands into scripts using del and regdelete commands and the like. In the days of Windows XP, this would essentially require reinstalling the OS. 
I was also aware of a program called Bat2EXE, which could package your batch files and associated files it would call from the same directory into a normal EXE file. And you could pick an icon to slap on that EXE if you had the ICO file on hand. This is going over my head, guys, but um, I hope that the tech quizzes out there are following along. I mean, pretty much OP is getting ready to hack his sister's laptop. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. It doesn't take a genius, because as much as I thought I was one, I wasn't, to devise a plan here. I put a script together with the worst stuff I could muster and gave it the Internet Explorer icon. This went on to my sister's computer, which was an old Pentium M laptop, which barely had enough power to load MySpace at the time. My hacker abilities allowed me to log into the administrator accounts by booting into safe mode or something and simply replacing the iExplorer.exe main file with my science experiment. I believe I had it to where it actually opened the real Internet Explorer in parallel, so I could deny this more easily. Anyway, fast forward to that magical moment. She's home from color guard practice and is ready for an evening full of trashy webcam photos that use every mid-2000s effect ever created. But before she can upload them, disaster! The screen resolution Fs up and the color profile is 16 colors for some reason. Random pop-up messages every few seconds. Microsoft Windows has detected a giant L. Please consider a system upgrade and stuff like that. Your hard drive is jammed with peanut butter, restart required, etc. The whole script plays out and she's left with a paperweight until someone can get around to sorting it. Unfortunately, the computer guy in the family took quite a while to get around to it. My dad knew dang well that I had something to do with this, even if he didn't understand it fully. He made my sister apologize to me before I helped her with her laptop. And I actually made her buy me a new case of my iPod after she threw away the one that I had to try and make it less identifiable. Well, that's the story, folks. I actually have a video from eight plus years ago of this script running in a virtual machine if anyone wants to see it. I hope 2021 is off to a decent start for you. Now, guys, as much as I would love to play that video for you right now, and I really would, um, I've watched it. It's genuinely just some script on a computer, you know, doing its thing. Really not that interesting unless you really love, you know, computer scripts. Maybe there are some of you out there that love computers. I don't know. Maybe there are. Uh, Anyway great revenge to be honest it wasn't actually that bad and i understand op why you would initially choose to put it on petty revenge but i think then forcing your sister to buy you a new ipod case after she know she pretty much stole your one let's be honest and tried to get away with it yeah that becomes more like pro revenge in my opinion almost destroying her laptop pretty good stuff from you i've got to say i do think it's a pretty strange move on your sister's behalf though to try and steal something from you you know you live together you're in the same family How are you ever going to get away with stealing something and then actually use it? I mean, yes, if she was going to sell it on for money, maybe that's a possibility. If she was really, really toxic and hated you, I guess you could do that. But to then, you know, just whack a new case on it and be like, oh, no, this isn't your iPod that I'm using, bro. This is mine that I definitely had the money to buy. I don't understand the logic there. How would she ever think to get away with that? She never would. Let's be realistic. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now moving on to our next post. Revenge wants the jobs done. Prepare for your just desserts. 
A few years ago, after I started my business, I was asked to clean up and optimize a number of PCs in multiple locations, as well as set up some forms and templates for a new client who owned a local restaurant. The work, all labor apart from a little travel, was performed over the space of a month due to scheduling conflicts and school holidays. But on completing the last of it, the client confirmed verbally that he was happy with all I'd done and to go ahead and send an invoice. I duly emailed an invoice for a sum just in excess of £400. I waited for payments, never heard anything, sent reminder emails, called and left messages, but no response. Eventually, a couple of busy months had passed and I met the client by chance in the local supermarket. On asking why he'd not paid or been in touch, he said that all the PCs were as bad as they had been before I'd started and that he had tried to contact me with no success as my landline and mobile phone had caller display as well as answering services and there had been no emails, I knew the latter was BS. And as any PC user knows, a system can easily go back to pots if the user's bad habits don't change. So I contacted a local debt collector, gave him the details, printouts of my cool logs and post invoicing emails, and he took them to the restaurateur. On his return, his words were, he's not disputing the invoice. He's saying that the work wasn't done right. So it's his word against yours. I queried if it was worth taking the guy to small claims, to which the debt collector said, even if he could prove he confirmed he was satisfied with the work, they might insist you get his computers back to their pre-invoice state again. Do you really want to spend more time doing that? Of course, the answer was no, so I stewed it over in my mind and came up with a plan. At this point, it was late November, so creating two throwaway email accounts in female names, I got in touch with the restaurant to book a large party for Valentine's night the following February. I put it down as my husband's surprise 40th birthday party and confirmed that my husband's sister and CC'd her in the message with the other throwaway couldn't make the journey north but would happily pay the £10 per head deposit as her share towards the night. Of course, as time went on, the ideas grew arms and legs. The numbers attending increased until the owner suggested he'd reserve the whole restaurant for the evening and they'd happily arrange the seating to suit us. But could I ensure the deposit was sorted ASAP, please? Of course, I confirmed that my sister was a scatterbrain and that I'd ensure the check was with him very soon. He emailed the sister using the CC address and she confirmed it had been posted. To keep him on side, I asked for a proposed menu in advance so that I could send it to all the attendees for pre-ordering. Naturally, they were delighted that they know this as it makes their life much easier. Consequently, the numbers for all three courses were emailed in, with a few fussy eater variables thrown in there just for good measure. Needless to say, by the beginning of February, he was getting quite antsy about there being no sign of the deposits, but I reassured him that the sister's check must have been lost in the post, so she'd send another by special delivery, if they could ensure someone was there to sign for it. I knew the owner lived about 25 miles away, and the restaurant didn't open until 5pm, so he'd have to come in very early and hang around waiting for it. A week before D-Day, and he'd obviously had enough. He emailed in a spat saying they turned away numerous inquiries, had no deposit, and could no longer hold back on taking other bookings. This time, I didn't bother replying. My part was done. My wife at the time and I were booked in at another restaurant close by for our own Valentine's meal. After which, we took a walk past the restaurateur's business premises to see just two cars in their parking lot. 
one of which was his I'm not sure how much he must have lost out on that night, but knowing his prices I bet it was significantly more than the 400 pounds plus I'd invoiced him Of course lessons were learned by me too. get written or emailed confirmation of job satisfaction for one And not letting new clients go unbilled for too long was another Naturally, I had no hesitation letting all and sundry know how he'd behaved either So he was blacklisted or forced to pay up front for any work by it and other professionals I knew locally You see that is more like it, you know forcing a restaurant owner to you know Probably (laughs) go through a lot of you know worry terror anxiety for a long period of time and just you know Moral questioning of of what he's gonna do in this in this one night. He's turning people away. He's like he's so excited He's got a massive party for for valentine's day, but um, no, it's all fake It's all made up because you failed to pay an invoice that you owed amazing stuff This is more like it. This is what I want to see from this subreddit. That is definitely pro revenge I really really hope this guy, you know prepared all the meals or prepared the menu in full for all this 40 plus guests that obviously were never going to show up the op is magically fabricated incredibly well done to uop i've got to say but you know even if he didn't he's lost out on so much money as you said only two cars in the parking lot means you've lost out on a whole night's worth of customers incredible well done it's, it's, it's like that is the sort of story that i love because it's genius and it's just completely you know justifiable and he deserved the karma for not paying an invoice that he owed overall guys i've got to say rate this one out of 10 in the comments down below for you know quality of revenge i'm thinking it's a strong nine what more could he have done here op it's exceptional stuff maybe even a 10 anyway guys that is going to do it for this episode of r slash pro revenge if you want more revenge stories boom that is the playlist for you. All my revenge stories from over a year and a half now of my channel are in that. So yeah, go watch them all. There are like at least 50, probably more, you know. So check them all out. They're lovely. Um, again, let me know down below. Have I hit 600,000 subscribers? This will be released in about 24 hours time. It's going to be close. I think, honestly, I'm confident. You know, I reckon we have. Comment down below if we have done. And I'll probably pin a comment saying congratulations or not even congratulations. You failed. You know, you, you wanted too much. And uh, yeah, you haven't hit 600k. You never will. So that'd be fun if, I, if I've now jinxed it for all of eternity and we never hit 600,000 and we start losing subscribers. That'd be great fun. I hope that doesn't happen. Hit this button and make sure it doesn't. Appreciate you guys. See you soon.